This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Another Saturday afternoon and it's reverted back to that old feeling. An afternoon where it's simply described as grim. Mansfield Town draw one all away at Grimsby. A frustrating afternoon for the Stags. A frustrating afternoon for us watching at home. Where, to be honest, I think me and Nathan, separately of course and socially distanced, probably spent the first half asleep. It came alive a little bit in the second half when Grimsby took the lead and then the Stags threw on Andy Cook and Nicky Maynard. Within seconds, Nicky Maynard stepped up from 12 yards to dispatch a penalty. And in the end, Mansfield take home a point. Nigel Clough, audibly, was uh, not very happy with his side, especially in the final third, trying to uh, get those crosses into the box. We'll look at that and we'll look at a lot, lot more over the next half an hour or so. This is the cooldown post-match reaction show. Grimsby Town 1, Mansfield Town 1. This is the Mansfield Matters Podcast. As always, have your say in the comments and let us know what you thought of the game as the Stags take home a point, a game which really doesn't make any difference to the league table whatsoever, a missed opportunity. Good evening, thanks very much for joining us once again. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. Joining me once again, we should do this a lot more often, Nate. It only feels like maybe about two hours ago when we were sat here looking into each other's computer screens, talking about the stags. Give me your uh, three-word summary of uh, of that one. Cure for insomnia. I love it. I love it. I think that's the best one we've had yet. It certainly beats mine um, as well uh, of a drab draw. As always, get your thoughts in the comments as well. We've got the um, uh, the, the phone here to, to get them. Uh, we're going to start off there with a um, uh, with a, a positive comment, Nathan, to be honest. I think this is one, the comment of the year. It's from Bex who says, I need to shake my head. I was sat refreshing this page like I did awaiting the club statement for Graham Cochran being sacked. Love this podcast. 
<laughs> that's it. Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening. That, Goodbye. That's we'll it. end there. That's, that's it. We've peaked. Yeah, well, that's it. It's, it's you know, Yesterday you trended on Twitter. Today we've hit peak comments. It's great. Uh, get your comments coming in about the game. Uh, Clive kicks us off tonight saying today's match was all about being unable to cross a ball effectively. Uh, Jamie says just didn't create enough. Fair result for both teams. Just don't understand why we struggle against the teams around us. Beck says typical scrappy game crosses were poor. Uh, Paul, if you can't win, don't lose. Take the point away. Uh, Mark says poor overhit crosses. Not at the races today. Edwards for them was a terror for us um ben says probably as both teams see it as a six pointer and it was uh, and didn't want to lose uh, andy says take a point away from home all the time even if we were poor um wayne says said it all season that final third is our downfall shocking crosses into the box and when a decent one comes in nobody's there and there's always a mistake uh, to happen the defense uh, to cost us need some new blood in january paul says happy with a point away from home but we should be getting three points against teams like grimsby i'd say that's two points lost and gary says always take uh, a point from grimsby left with nothing for years i think holiday will be the uh, uh, i think holloway will be the happier manager keep your comments coming in it's a difficult one to try and sum up, Nate, isn't it? Because I think it's going to be a 50-50 split um, this evening. Happy with a point or should we have had all three? Uh, I mean, you asked me this because I, I called it, didn't I? My, my prediction was a 1-1 draw. Uh, so I'll, I'll collect my winnings later off you, uh, Mr. Bruce. Yeah, mate, um, we don't do that game anymore. We stopped that. That's so Series oh, that's 3. Gutted. <laughs> <laughs> gutted. Um, yeah, I mean, it will split opinion. Um, but I think it's probably a fair result overall. If you know, if it's going to be split opinion between our own fans, I think when you look at the game overall as well, it probably was a fair result. Uh, first half was poor from both sides. I'd say there wasn't much uh, goal mark action, and the, the chances that were that did come were more half chances than anything. Um, and as I said, I genuinely I, I did not off, and uh, that never that never happens during a match. But that's a uh, that's how sort of dull it sort of was. Second half, it did improve, mainly thanks to Grimsby, I guess. They, you know, Holloway was uh, very uh, proactive with his substitutions. The first time I've seen uh, somebody implement, well, more than three, and he went for all five, didn't he? Yeah. So, um, you know, he was very, um, you know, robust. Is that the right word? There's a word yeah. I'm looking for, but, uh, you know, he, he went for it with his substitutions, and it did change the game. They, they, they got the goal, which... Uh, kicked us into life a little bit. Obviously, we made our change uh, and we're back on level, uh, you know, level level pegging. And from then, I did actually think it could go either way. But, um, you know, typically, in the end, it, it sort of just uh, petered out into a, into a draw. But looking at this, is kind of what I said earlier, when you said, would a draw be acceptable? I did say it would depend on the other results. And obviously, you'll go through them later on. But... Um, I think because of what has happened elsewhere, unless it's changed since I last looked, um, a 1-1 result isn't the end of the world. It's, it is a missed opportunity, as you said in the intro, but because the other results haven't gone against us, that is an OK result for now. Yeah, I mean, I'll always take a draw from Grimsby, but we need to be beating the sides around us. And I know Nigel Clough said sort of before the game, we shouldn't look over our shoulder too much. I, I do think... We, he'll be very, very frustrated with today, especially when he sees the full-time uh, scores. I'll run through them all uh, towards the end of the programme, of course, but basically 
every side from 16th down to 23rd, other than ourselves and Grimsby, have lost today. Bolton beaten, Harrogate beaten, Scunthorpe, they've been beaten, Barrow beaten, Bradford beaten, Stevenage hammered, and Southend, uh, they managed to get their first win, the bo- their second win of the season, sorry, uh, at the bottom uh, of the table. So we've missed a huge, huge opportunity uh, this afternoon, in my opinion, to you know gain a little bit more men- momentum, pull away from those teams uh, beneath us, and um, I just hope that in you know three or four games' time, come the end of uh, the Christmas period, we're not looking back at today and thinking, you know what, we have really, really missed the boat on that one. Mm. <laughs> the difficulty is, I mean, uh, obviously a win would have been huge because with those teams dropping points, like we said, it was an opportunity for us to uh, propel ourselves up a little bit further. I mean, we wouldn't have gone much higher in the table, but it would just would have looked a lot better when you look at the points tally. You know, now... I think the only team, you know, win on if we do win Tuesday night and the other results go our way, uh, you know, we can only go up to 17th. So that's you know the highest we can go. Whereas if we had got an extra couple of points, you start thinking, you know, the higher up it seems easier to get to. But um, you know that that, that opportunity has been missed. Um, I don't think the momentum has been fully lost. You know, we have we haven't lost, which is which is the most important thing. Uh, you know, we did we did get ourselves back into the, into the game, uh, so we've got to take the positives out of that. But for me, the the biggest, I think the thing where I'm most disappointed out of today's game is not the fact that we've come away with a point; it's the fact that we hadn't played anywhere near as well as what we have done over previous weeks. And we talk about you know the last few weeks we've been saying how well we've been creating chances, and they just we've not been able to put it in the back of the net. Well. Today, I mean, we did still create some more, more, more than what we ever did really under under Cochrane, but we lost a bit of that uh, forward momentum and creating chances. And um, today, I kind of just, uh, I, I kind of wanted to see Tyrese on there. Yeah, you know, there's been many occasions where, you know, previous games, some fans have called for that, and I thought actually, no, the midfield have been doing the job. It's been the, it's been the strikers, or you know, it's been that final bit where we've not put him back in the net. So I didn't want to upset the midfield but actually today was probably the it felt for me like the right time to put somebody like Sinclair in uh obviously we don't know if he'd have come on and changed it much but I thought there was an opportunity there to try something a bit different and uh we probably missed that opportunity as well yeah and I think that opportunity came when George Maris went off injured obviously replaced by Stephen McLaughlin at at that point again it's like we said pre-match with McLaughlin Good player, um, needs to find his position and we were playing with a 4-3-3 again and then obviously McLaughlin comes on and it, it's it's either going to go one or two ways. He's either got to slot into that midfield three or you know he's, he's got to drop into a 4-4-2 and he goes, he goes wide. Neither sort of happened. It was sort of very, you know, on the brink. It, it looked like the boys couldn't quite decide which way they were going to go with it and... Um, uh, that was quite frustrating. I think that was the opportunity then, Nath, to, to maybe look at introducing Tyree Sinclair. You know, he'd scored two in, in the week against Forrest like Andy Cook did. He was hungry. He, you know, he's clearly impressed Nigel Clough from, he, from his comments. It was the opportunity to give him minutes. And I don't think it would have been a negative substitution for us. I, I, I think it was no. pretty much a flip of a coin between him and McLaughlin. I think Sinclair should have edged it. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're not going to be naive and say, obviously... We, we, that a youngster going to come in and absolutely flip the game on his head and and, and go and win it win it for us. But I just thought, you know, he has shown signs of the the, the time that he has you know, played that he's got the potential there. And um, certainly early on in the season, he did actually change a couple of games when he came on. I think was it Tramia when you know again I'm going really far back, but um, he nearly won it in the very dying minutes uh, of, of the game. 
Um, so, you know, I just, it just seemed like uh, he would have been a more um, creative fit for us to, at, that, at that point. But um, obviously, Clough wanted to go with a little, a little bit more experience. And uh, even, even later on in the game, you know, uh, I don't think Harry Charles, obviously, won us a penalty today, which was, which, which was superb. But um, apart from that, I don't think his overall game was up to his standards that he's usually been at. Um, so even if uh, you know we saw Sinclair come on for him, that was probably what I was uh, looking for when after we'd sort of gone past that 80-minute mark and we just needed that little bit of extra uh, creativity in there. Absolutely. Keep your comments coming in. Stephen says, still struggling to get away from the bottom of the league. We've got to beat teams around us in this league. Um, Andy says, we aren't bottom, um, so that's a positive. Uh, Clive says, the draw is probably fair. We didn't do enough to warrant a win. However, it's one defeat in 11. Um, Ashley says, where's Cam? Who? Who's Cam? No What's idea. So much to do with uni work, but me and Nathan are, are very suspicious of that. Um, Simon says, always a struggle against teams below us. Uh, but hey, another point away from the bottom two, but still very close and we can't relax uh, uh, yet. Uh, Clive says, I mean, I don't think anything's going to beat Bex's comment at the top of the show, but this is going to come a close second. Uh, Clive says the reply to where's Cam. Uh, he went mad. We had to shoot him. I mean, there's been many a time. I've known Cam for many years, and there's been many a times where I've been tempted um, to shoot him. That is, uh, Gary says different game Tuesday versus Carlisle. They put four past Stevenage. Still plenty of points available. Wayne, if we had a decent front line and have decent cross into the box, we'd have been easy winners today. But hey, we didn't lose, and we'll take a point. Um, Glynn says at least we didn't lose all we know uh, is, is the final ball is the issue we're also concerned about Faz these last two games has been poor for me we'll come on to that in just a second uh, Richard says Stags didn't do enough to get three points today and Nigel Clough always seems to say when you can't win make sure you don't lose as fans we're complaining about not winning but if we'd have lost it would have been a disaster good point um, yeah. Nigel says only Ollie Clark had a good game um, in my opinion um, a friend of the podcast is one Watching. We'll give a shout out to, to him, former Mansfield and Grimsby manager, Mr. Stuart Watkins. Hope you're well, mate. Um, have a nice Christmas as well. Um, Gary says, plenty of effort, poor technically, woeful final ball, dead or moving. We are losing the final chance to put teams under pressure by giving the ball away. We have to be patient early days in Cluffy's tenure. Uh, ben says patience is the key. We'll take time to build a better team and a better squad. Um and Christopher says, Mayo better than Rawson, please, Clough. Let's talk about that. We spoke about it uh, a little bit pre-game, Nath, uh, in terms of keeping the same side and, and the argument over um, Roland Menayese. Didn't start today. And the goal, it has to be said, Faz Rawson has to take a shoulder, at least probably 50% of the responsibility there. He's got time to see the ball out, put it out for a throw or, or, or get the ball clear. He dallies on it a little bit, allows the Grimsby man to, to get into the box. And a lot of people will probably have question marks over Steck pushing the ball back into play. But when a shot's coming at you um, on a pitch like that through a crowd of players, the best thing to do is push the ball away and hope that we can win the second ball and scramble it. We didn't. 50-50 from him. I'd say Rawson needs to do better in that position. Yes, uh, I mean, it's, again, it's quite difficult for me to, for me to comment on the, the Steck situation, so yeah. I'll be sort of guided by your your guys on that. But, um, you know, it did sound like if if, you, if, if Rawson had dealt with it earlier on, then obviously that, that wouldn't have happened. So, um, you know, we were discussing it before the game, the whole, uh, with, with the team selection about uh, Faz Rawson and, and, and Mayo. They, they were the two where, um, you know, you could, you could un 
I understood your point and some of the other guys' point where obviously you can see why Clough stuck with the same back four. But the the biggest question mark is that do, you know a lot of people do feel that Mayo should be in in Rawson's place as he has made a few mistakes over the sort of past, past month or so. So um, people are going to look at that goal now, um, you know, and some people will point the thing, finger at, at Faz. Um, so I'm just, you know what, I, I'm just really waiting for, I can't wait for Perks to be yeah. back. Um, you know, that's just, it feels like the biggest thing that we've been missing the last few few weeks. And that's incredible to say because he, he didn't even sign as a centre-back, you know, he signed as a, as a midfielder, but he's, he's found that position since he, he went in there. We looked a lot better, so and obviously it's not going to be available for Tuesday night at Carlisle. So it'll be interesting if 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 Mayo does come in for then. Um, and I, I, I kind of um, I kind of hope he he will. I think he deserves a chance because he didn't. It was harsh for him to drop out in the first place, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. The difficult thing when Perch comes back though is it's going to be who he comes in for because yes, Rawson. <sighs> And Sweeney, obviously, it's not clicking as much as what it wanted to. But Rawson and Perch, that did actually click quite well. Um, so it would be a question. But again, I think Ryan Sweeney would be very, very hard done by uh, to be dropped out of the side. And for me, like we said before, before the game, I'd certainly be looking to partner Perch, who's you know more of a natural right sided player. Um, with Sweeney, a natural left-sided player, yeah. gives us that calmness to play out from the back on the ball, also gives us a threat with Sweeney going forward in their box because he was very unlucky not to have an, a, a second goal in as many games today, Ryan Sweeney. Yeah, he, he obviously had that uh, chance in the, the first half. I think it's probably one of our, our only chances in the first half. There weren't, there weren't many. Um, so, uh, you know, I'd, I'd be very surprised to see Sweeney, Sweeney, drop, Sweeney drop out. Uh, you know he hasn't really done done anything anything wrong since he's been back in the back in the team. So uh, for me, I think it has to be uh, like, like you said, the balance. I think works right with Sweeney being that's more left sided, Perch being more right sided. But you've also got the the aspect of the fact that Perch is experienced. You know he's got that experienced head uh, uh, with with his age and the experience he's gained throughout the leagues. And Sweeney's still a you know a young young player. So. I think that again, then both together would would also work really well. So um, yeah, that's what I, that's what I hope to see. Yeah, Richard agrees as well. He says Rawson will be dropped when Perch comes back. I'd be really surprised if Perch and Sweeney weren't the pair uh, to go forward with. And you have to sort of maybe look back as well because at the time when um, you know. Perch dropped into centre back. He dropped in there for Sweeney, who was obviously out um, with the with the old COVID, um, so couldn't play at the time and everything. So uh, it be, would have been interesting to sort of go back and if Sweeney was available to see whether it would have been Sweeney and Perch then rather than Perch and Rawson. So time will tell. But uh, like you say, he certainly won't be involved um, for Tuesday night away at Carlisle, who uh, again won four nil today. They're in the the top three now. They've snuck into that top three. Um, as well, tough place to to go there. He won't be involved Tuesday night. Nigel Clough said it himself. You know he's not going to risk a player who's had a hamstring injury sitting on a coach for the best part of four hours. So uh, mm. it will certainly be Saturday. But like you say, maybe Mayo might come in, give us a bit of strength, a bit more strength, a bit more pace from the backs. We were lacking that a little bit today. But the one thing we were lacking the most, and the, you know, Martin and Dean referred to it in in commentary numerous times. The reaction from Nigel Clough is that final ball in that final area. We, we got in yeah. so many good positions, but every single time put the wrong cross in or just didn't put a good enough cross into cross into the box, and that's led us down a little bit today. Yeah, it did. Uh, I think we kind of saw a little bit of a different part of Cluffy today. You know, we 
Uh, we've not really seen him as uh, sort of animated and frustrated on the sidelines. I think, you know, uh, which probably makes sense. He obviously is going to ease himself into the job and ease, ease the pressure on the players. But, you know, he did see, he did want a lot more from uh, from us going forward today. Um, and, he, and he didn't get it. And um, in some ways, uh, I kind of have to uh, eat my words from from the the, the warm-up show because I was saying about Kellen Gordon, you know, Kellen Gordon being good going forward. Um, him, you know, it wasn't but his, today. His delivery... His delivery wasn't wasn't very good today. Harry Charles, he didn't do too well with his deliveries. Uh, set pieces. Uh, I mean, I, I would love to see us have someone decent at set pieces for a change because um, that is another massive frustration. Um, we're not very threatening, uh, from certainly from free kicks and, and corners. Um, so that's another frustration. So, uh, But we have been creating a lot of chances up to today. So we have to... Put hope on that it was an off day from from those uh, you know, from the creative side of things, and hope that obviously come Tuesday night it's going to be a, a different uh, game altogether on Tuesday night. But let's hope that um, you know, we we do get back to creating chances, and uh, because we have we haven't that's probably the poorest we've played for a while. So and and it wasn't terrible. So I think that's the main positive we have to take from it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think another thing. You've got to give a little bit of credit to Grimsby. Ian Holloway, like we said, you utilised his five substitutions well, freshened it up, put, basically put five men across midfield at, at one point to really try and shut us out. But we were, we were still getting through. The problem is the final third, when we get it into the wide areas, not getting the, the decent deliveries in there, that has really, really, uh, really cost us. It's really, uh, it's, it's really not helped us out. We, we need to be more clinical um, in there. You know, would the likes of Tyrese Sinclair, would they be able to, to do better? But like you said, I think it's the set pieces a lot. We've had numerous free kicks. We've had numerous, um, you know, numerous corners as well. The one which sticks in my mind, actually, is the very last minute. McLaughlin goes over to the uh, to the left-hand side. It was the second-to-last corner. He goes to the, yeah. the left-hand side. Left-footed outswinger, and the ball doesn't... It goes out of play before it comes back in play. You need to get a right-footer on that, or you need to... You just get your get your deliveries better because when you get a corner as late as that that's the real time to put pressure on and we know we can be effective from them and to to not to basically give the ball away cheaply and almost allow Grimsby to um you know to to get back in into the game in some respects by giving them a chance to go forward that's not what you want to be doing that's when you need to be seizing the initiative no especially when you know Grimsby had with the substitutions were were a completely different side in that you know second half that second half but um you know the the um that the young lad edwards uh every time he got the ball i thought they were you know he was he was he was tearing us apart in some ways and he probably should have uh, won the game for them and there was a couple of chances he had which trickled just by the by the post um so you know we had to look after the ball a bit more and we wasn't really doing that as such uh, and yeah, but then when you get those opportunities, when we do get up the pitch, because we, you know, the work occasions, Clark was was very effective going forward. Uh, well, and and defensively, to be fair. Yeah. Um, you know, and we we were still creating some chances. You know, we we we've got to give them credit. It wasn't uh, an awful performance. There were some chances being created. It just that that final penetration at the last minute wasn't there. But when we got those set pieces. We just didn't take them, and that there was the well. I'd I'd say both the the last uh, two corners was frustrating. First of all, obviously, like you said there, uh, McLaughlin's uh, corner, the fact that you know it went out of play, 
uh, missed opportunity. But then the second one, I mean, the referee had been blowing it for, for everything, for both teams. Uh, yeah. You know, he was a very strict referee. So knowing that throughout the whole game, don't go and make silly fouls in the box when it's your last, it's basically the last kick of the game. Um, and obviously, we and we just completely wasted that last opportunity. So, um, you know, it, just very frustrating. And, and that's kind of, I, I think, the overall emotion, uh, you know, from, from the whole game. Gary's hit the nail on the head here. He says, we had 10 corners today, failed to take any advantage from most of them. Under hit or over hit, take your pick. Absolutely spot on. 10 corners. Uh, and also, uh, in terms of uh, fouls as well, which lead to uh, to free kicks, I imagine the uh, the number is going to be very, very high on uh, that as well. Grimsby conceded 23 fouls uh, today, which means obviously 23 free kicks from all areas of the pitch. It'd be interesting to see the statistics on you know, free kicks in the final third in and around the box, but we've not taken advantage of any of them. The closest we've come is early in the game when Ryan Sweeney's headed the one into the into the ground, which yeah. has almost uh, you know, kept the... Uh, kept, kept uh, caught the, the keeper off guard, should I say. So we've got to be doing a lot better with that. And uh, again, we'd need time to work on the training ground on that and maybe add that that's the missing bit of quality which I'm sure Nigel Clough will be looking to add in January yeah I mean that's one thing that I don't really think for a long time we've had a a, a terrific set piece player um, so you know I think at league, table, league, league two level they're probably not the easiest things you know <laughs> to, to find to yeah. be fair but um, you know if we could find somebody who, who's got the ability to you know, to, to put a decent ball in it'll um, it's just an extra piece in your in your armory isn't it that you can use uh, against the opposition and when you've got you know when you look at the end of the towards the end of the game when you've got the likes of, of Andy Cook we know Lapsley is pretty decent in the air as well uh, Sweeney up from the back uh, obviously got Rawson in there it's, they, we've still got some some players in that team that are you know very effective in the air but unfortunately they're not going to be able to do that job if you don't get the right delivery into them so if we could find some, uh, you know, I mean, like I said, for me, the, the perfect signing we could, if we could get uh, one in, in January, would be a left-sided player who's good at set pieces. That, that for me, that would be my uh, top of my wish list if I was going to send it through to Santa. Yeah, well, you get you get sending into Santa. You and Santa are going to become very acquainted over the next uh, few years, mate. So uh, I think you should, uh, yeah, get yourself uh, get yourself ready, get yourself prepared. Uh, get yourself prepared for that. Have a little word. Put the word in his. Put a word in his ear. Uh, Nigel says, "Glad that Edwards youth didn't play against us first half." Uh, Pedro says, "Okay with a point out of the game, but we should have had easily had three. Um, and you, man of the match votes are starting to come in as well. Get those. Uh, certainly get those uh, coming in um, as well. Obviously Tuesday night, Nathan. Uh, quick turnaround again. Long trip to Carlisle. Um, they're up in third. One four 0 today, as we said earlier on. Uh, really, really pushing at the top end of the season. Have had a, a cracking." Um, uh, sort of a, a cracking season um, so far um, uh, as well. Going to be a difficult game, but again, it's it's one of those, isn't it, where we're so frustrating because we tend to do well against those teams. Yeah, I mean, and we've got a decent um, recent re- record there, haven't we? The last, yeah. few, last couple of times we've been. Um, I think uh, we've got a we've got we got our. I think it was our first win under John Dempster actually last last season uh, there, which was. Uh, massively unexpected. The year before, I know Bish got sent off, but we still managed to get a draw. I think I'm, 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 my memory is terrible, so I'm probably wrong with that one. But um, you know, there's we, we are we have been doing getting better results there. 
And it would just be typical, uh, as as we've been saying so far this season, especially if they're sat third. It seems to be a thing where we can go away a, a to the, the team in, in third and get a and get a result. So uh, it wouldn't totally surprise me if we did go there and and get a result. The the, the way we've uh, the trend's been this season for for the Stags. Yeah, it would. Uh, it it wouldn't surprise me at all either. Um, it'd be very interesting to see uh, how that progresses. We'll run through the uh, full-time scores uh, as well in just a second. We're going to tell you that we're going to take a little break from uh, talking about uh, football for a second and uh, tell you about something uh, very, very special which we've uh, got coming up uh, a week uh, tomorrow, a week on Sunday, and that is everybody's favourite time of the year. Christmas. Yes, we were going to do a uh, Mansfield Matters live event. Uh, we've been we were planning it for ages, but unfortunately, uh, when COVID hit and the tier systems and all all that, we couldn't really make it work. We were going to do a live show. We were going to get some guests and sort of come together, but unfortunately, we can't do that. What we are going to do though instead, um, and I'm sure Nathan's going to be absolutely delighted about this, is a Christmas game show quiz night. I mean. Game show sounds quite exciting. So I and I'll be honest with all the people at home. I don't know these plans just yet. So uh, I'm I'm as much in the dark, pardon the pun, um, <laughs> as as you guys are. Yeah, absolutely. So what we're going to do is going to be uh, Sunday the 20th of December. It's all going to be done on Zoom, so it won't be live on Facebook. So if you want to get involved, I've just posted a link uh, in the comments, um, and the link is also on our page as well. Submit your details through that form and then we'll send you all the Zoom details. It's going to be a uh, Christmas game show night hosted by myself. Nathan and Cam will be uh, competing against each other and against you guys as well. Maybe Simon uh, as well. It will be a mixture of some quiz rounds and some game shows. So I'm going to get you running around your house, get you finding stuff for me. There will be different bits of uh, competition um, in there as well. Uh, And there will be some prizes up for grabs um, as well, we've got a Mansfield Matters poster up for grabs, and there'll be potentially a Mansfield Matters mug as well. It won't all be stags based; it will be uh, there'll be lots of different rounds, lots of different areas, and family friendly as well. So make sure you get involved uh, with that. The Christmas game show night, uh, you can take part for free. It's via Zoom on Sunday, the twentieth of December. Uh, time to be confirmed. That'll get emailed out to you and everything. Uh, the link to get involved with that is in uh, the comments right now, and it's on our page as well. We'll post it again. Uh, throughout the week so make sure you come and get involved with that get your votes in now uh, for um, man of the match Uh, I'll go through a few of them um, in a couple of minutes time as well Uh, first though time to take a little look um, around the Skybet League 2 uh, picture this afternoon uh, and uh, find out about the games and scores which affected us or didn't quite affect us this afternoon So the Stags drew one all away at Grimsby. But what about elsewhere in League Two? Tuesday night's opponents, Carlisle, they were 3-0 up at half-time against Stevenage. They managed to add another goal in the second half to win 4-0 there at Carlisle. It finished Crawley 4, Barrow 2. And Exeter were 5-0 winners at home to Tranmere Rovers. Forest Green won 2-0 at home to Cambridge whilst Leighton Orient were 2-1 winners over league leaders Newport County. Morecambe beat Harrogate by a goal to nil, whilst Oldham were 3-1 winners at home to Bradford. Port Vale and Colchester played out a one-all draw, whilst Salford and Cheltenham played out a goalless draw. Southend, bottom of the league, they got their second win of the season, beating Scunthorpe by a goal to nil, 
whilst Warsaw, they beat Bolton 2-1. In terms of the league table, like I said, at the top of the show, everybody from 16th down to 23rd, excluding us and Grimsby, lost today, so a huge opportunity missed for the Stags to gain some ground and climb up that table. South End, despite winning 1-0 today, they sit bottom of the league there now on nine points. Stevenage above them in 23rd on 13. Bradford just above the relegation zone by just a goal on goal difference, lost 3-1 today. Barrow in 21st. Grimsby in 20th, us in 19th, Scunthorpe in 18th, Harrogate in 17th. Top of the table, Newport, despite losing 2-1 today, still lead the way there, three points clear of second place Cheltenham. And Tuesday night's opponents, Carlisle, are in third place. Tough place uh, to go in that one. They've lost five games though this season, 1-10, drawn to uh, plus 10 goal difference. Not impossible. The Stags, as we know, always play better against the sides above them in the league. A one-all draw for the Stags then today at Grimsby. Get your votes in the comments now for Mansfield Matters Man of the Match. I've got a funny feeling, though, that this one is going to go to just one man and it's going to be a bit of a clean sweep. We'll wait and see on that one. Get your votes coming in right now. Of course, the Stags have got two games out of the next three against teams around us in the league. Obviously, a trip to uh, Carlisle in midweek, Southend next Saturday, and then Scunthorpe on Boxing Day. Hopefully, after Boxing Day, we won't be looking back over our shoulders and thinking a win would have been uh, necessary today. A point only as the Sags draw one all at Grimsby. Nathan Edge, how many names have you got up for your man of the match vote today? One and a half. One and a half. Let me guess, is it Ollie Clark and a half for maybe George Lapsley? Yeah, it is indeed. Well done. It's like I've read your mind and we've not spoken about this before either. I no. think this is going to be a very short segment to be honest, because let's, let's be honest, we were poor today in, in many, many areas. Um, George Lapsley, I felt, had a good game, drove forward quite well, but Ollie Clark absolutely ran the show. Pure captain's performance from him. Yeah, um, I would say, you know, everybody else, like I said, it wasn't awful, but nobody else uh, sort of did anything um, overly great throughout the, throughout the game. Uh, so, you know, based on the whole performance, Ollie Clark, for me, like you said, captain's performance, uh, both defensively and going forward, uh, you know, you can, you can come out feeling very... Uh, happy with how he played anyway so um, it's, I think it's going to be an easy uh, easy decision today Yeah very much so, uh, so that's one vote for Ollie Clark, another from me, another from Clive, uh, another uh, from Mark as well who says man of the match Clark and a close second would be Steck for his save um, Paul says Ollie Clark was outstanding today, now starting to show what he can do but Bowery was awful 
Um, so what are we on? Two, three, four, five for Ollie Clark. Kathy, Ollie Clark makes it six. Um, uh, and Wayne wraps it up saying, uh, man of the match is Ollie Clark. No one comes close to him. Absolutely. Um, absolutely not. Ollie Clark uh, takes the uh, prestigious ish Mansfield Matters uh, Man of the Match Award uh, well that's just about it for uh, today thanks very much for joining us uh, as always uh, Tuesday night Nath um, will you be uh, baby clothes shopping or are you, uh, are, you, are you still putting your foot down with a firm hand and saying no it's match no, night I, I don't think the, ever, the, ever, the foot's ever been put down firmly to be fair and if it was if it has it soon come back up but um uh, no, I will be here, uh, of course, for the uh, warm-up pre-match show, provided I set my alarm and uh, don't forget. Yeah, get your alarms set. Uh, 7 o'clock kick-off uh, for that one, so we'll be live at 6. Well, yeah, no. So, yeah, well, 6. 10 yeah. to 6. 10 to 6, yeah, 10 to 6. Yeah, there we go. Well, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll be on ish. That's, we know that's, what we're that's doing. we ish. Yeah, that's exactly. It's just ish, isn't it? We'll just be live at some yeah. point. Best thing to do is turn your notifications on on the page um, and you'll be notified as soon as we go live. So join us uh, on Tuesday for uh, for that one. For now, though, that is very much it. Thank you very much for joining us, Mr. Nathan Edge, and thank you at home as well for joining us too. Always nice to try and keep that match day feel going and uh, keep that vibe going. We will be back on Tuesday night at 10 to 6 for the Facebook exclusive warm-up show as the Stags head for Carlisle. And then you can join us 15 minutes-ish after the full-time whistle for all the reaction, debate and usual nonsense as well in the cool-down post-match reaction show. A point at way at Grimsby today leaves us in 19th place on 16 points. It's our 10th draw of the season from our 17 games so far. We need to really start kicking on now and getting that points total up. An opportunity to do so at Carlisle on Tuesday. Many thanks for watching and listening. And if you're like Bex, who at the top of the show paid us a great compliment saying that she refreshes the feed all the time turn your notifications on and don't miss a thing why the answer is simple because mansfield always matters have a great weekend days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.